the Chazar from the Aleph. I'm an Aleph, two dots, about uh, 15 lines from the bottom. Start quickly from there, and then we'll see right at Ezra Hashem. Venuchan Bonu Valum and Aretz. So they will fight against us in Alam and Aretz. Valinum of Ayale. They should drive out, us out. They're referring to the Mitzrayim, right? They will go. What's they will go out? We will be driven out. Like a person who's cursing, referring to himself, but he doesn't want to say about himself, I'm going to be cursed, so they will be cursed. So, referring to make make believe, like it's referring to Klai Yisrael, it's almost like a, it's like a Lashon of the... Why is that Who, the Betriam? Yeah, although I think, but although I think, the ones assume that they're being driven out. No, he's no, saying. Ah, uh-huh, he's saying. Right. Ah, he's saying it's maybe. So maybe they don't want to leave. What's what's the why is it? Yeah, they'll fight us in order to get out. So they will fight, and Allah and Aretz, and then. This is at the stage of already slavery. Like well, no, no. This, this is before slavery. They, this again. This, this, this is why they enslaved them, right? This is the well, impetus. They started and them. Right. So, but there's no Havamina that, that the Jews would want to leave yet. Well, right. At this at this point, right. There's no. It's more realistic in Paro's mind that they would want to chase the Mitzrim out than that they would want to leave themselves. I, I hear. I hear, but at Okay, I'm Robert. Kind of country, fine. We see more love. Sorry, Misim. Alehemi vayolei. It's going on them. It should really say. Tanu v'lozer v'shem alami shaviu malbi in v'tole the parry v'tavayu. They took a brick and they hung it on Parry's neck. Chalach v'yacham Yisrael shamalem istinus any any person who came and said I'm a finicky person I can't do that. I'm really klum istinus. I tell you, it's me Parry. More istinus more than Parry. Look, he's the one who's involved. Look, he's he's working as a stone, representing his uh, involvement. And therefore, you cannot claim that you are putter from work. And this is part of the way they got the Eden to be involved in the work. So he said, "Yedavishen Mesim." They placed um, the Sarah Mesim, these uh, officers, right, who were um, the going to oppress them. So Yedavishen Mesim that placed on them, "Lamanonisa b'sevleisam." Again, to, to pain him in their in their uh, the hard work. is them. Who's the him again? to afflict Parry, with the same way that he was involved in the hard work with the civilites of Israel. Even the they built mean that they. Um, right, this first strat is that they um, they become in a dangerous state. Again, referring not necessarily to midstream as we'll see, but referring to people uh, who are involved in building. And the way that's the Wamshan the Gorah in Rashi, and Chalam Hashem and they cause them to come poor. And according to Wamshan and Rashi, this has nothing to do with Triumph and the end of the. Gemara would then follow Dama Mara, Kalisik Binyan is masking. People involved in Binyan, it's dangerous, it's, it's uh, not necessarily a, a very safe 
endeavor. And according to the other Shana Rashi, this is referring to Dafka to the Mitzrayim. That Mitzrayim became poor because they started up with Klai Yisrael, they were cleared out. Mitzrayim were in a dangerous state because they started up with Klai Yisrael and were swept into the Yamsuf. And then the end has nothing to do with this point because Isaac Bin is going and stopping people and that's not being part of the gears according to that Shana Rashi. So either one of the Pshat and Rashi means down, either it's going to Dafka the Mitzrayim saga or going on Stam involved in building. Peace of Israel says, Rabbi Shmuel Chalamar, peace of Shmuel, Rabbi says, really the peace of is the name, and referred to as Rabbi says, why Sharish and Risha and Misrace says, because it like crumbles and falls apart. Haram Rabbi says, Shmuel, the opposite is, real name is Rabbi says, it was called peace of why Sharish and Risha and Pitaim Bali, it was like swallowed up in the depth of the ground, it was like a quicksand swallowed up, and again, both of these Pratim referred to that the building was not accomplishing anything, they were building and, and falling apart, it's being sunk, and the pain <coughs> that the person experienced by working hard and nothing being accomplished is even more of a difficult, <laughs> difficult um, work. Christiano is a kenyir, it says that they will be afflicted, they will increase, they will be um, multiply. So it was like saying what's going to happen in the future, that that will be, if you, when you afflict them, Shabbat says it's going to happen. They're going to increase. They're going to multiply. So it wasn't saying what did happen. It's saying what will happen as a ruach hakodesh to the future. It's interesting because it, the yerba and yifrots is hiwo, and paru and and uh, sorry, ravu is they. they. Yeah, so I, what, what I'm saying is so we only really seem to answer that the fact that it's not that that. Um, it's not that it happened. In the it was future. with the future. So, why is the switch? That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's an interesting point. Great. That's a very interesting point. The switch is from the past to the future. So, that Timur that explains. That Timur says yeah. the Rachel was referring right. to the future. Maybe the Mar said it should have said Kane Rabba Vukhain Parksu. Yeah, then, saying they. Then, if you're going to go to future, it should be, it should be your, your cool. boo and your Fuxu. Right, that's very, that's very, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay, the Kutsu. Think of the Yisrael when I was saying Yisdaimu b'nei Kutsu, and the Klaus was in their eyes like thorns, pain. The Vidu of Mitzrayim is b'nei Yisrael b'farech, and the thorns were b'farech, which literally means some sort of difficult work. So, let's remember the Perach, the soft mouth. Right, that means they would pay them and they would cause them and, and convince them to be working as to start them off, and then, unfortunately, they stopped paying them, stopped making it too easy, and they had to really, at that point, continue on anyway. And Rav Shmuel, and Achim, we know, it's referring to backbreaking work, breaking their, uh, breaking their goof. That's how difficult it was. So that's a push of Shad in, in, uh, in Perach. First, in the beginning, it was Chem Mulvain, that was the work that they were involved in, and the mortar and the cement. They got to work on anything they were able to make them do, all different types of work. That's one aspect. Plus, it continues. They switch around the Malach of the men for the women, the Malach of the women for the men. Means according to the first chapter, that Perach meant it was a soft mouth. Over here, Zechah doesn't mean that because it's referring to how difficult they were 
working because they switched men, women, women, men. So here definitely means pricha, the backbreaking work. And again, in terms of how they were, how they were um, subjected to that. In terms of how difficult it was. Okay, I think that's what we got off to last time. This is new Gemara now. Darusha Ravira. And the merit of the the Nashim Zakanis were in that Dar Nigalu Yisal Mitzrayim, which is very interesting because there's a Medrash that we're all famous, familiar with that talks about the Amuna of the woman. I think it talks about by the Kriyas Yamsov, and they brought out the the Tuba Mochelis, they brought out the instruments with them. And that's often the the attributed to the woman the fact they had a muna and that's that's true and that's one aspect of their schus they had this gemara is a whole different aspect that the woman contributed to that almost credits the woman as we'll see to the to the continuity of Kali Yisrael much more than just the in, in a spiritual sense but the in a physical sense as well that they really were the responsible for the entire ability of the class to continue under the most difficult of circumstances what happened where's a very fascinating story when the woman went to draw water, caused them to have these small fish in their in their pitchers when they're drawing the water out. They ended up drawing out that the pitcher had half water, half dogum. Sounds like it was a nice. He put that in the water should be full of fish as well. Then they took the water and the fish, and they put up two pots. One of hot water, one of fish. And they took these delicious fish and the water, and they brought them out to their husbands in the field. They were working, and they were obviously subjected to tremendous torture, and they were dejected and pained, and the woman came out to them, and they washed them down with the, with the water, and they smeared them, and they gave them to, to eat, and they gave them to drink. They took care of them, gave them all, took care of them. they tried to rejuvenate them with all the different ways they can. And then they were, had relations with them, so actually says that means that there was, in, in fields, the edge of the fields only went higher, like the border of the field, and then it went dipped down. So the edge of the field provided some level of privacy, that they were in between the, the sides of the fields, and they were able to have, and this really as a result of the woman doing this, there was children that were born, and without this, there were no children, so really it's not just the, again, like, this is the physical continuity of Claudius, so it was dependent upon women doing this, that means, you can imagine, without this, the husbands were tortured and dejected, and the last thing we're thinking about is, is, is continuing on Claudius, so and having children, and Right and and the woman had the the foresight, the strength, the amuna as well, and in in a practical way, gave them the kayak and the ability to want to continue on, and not just continue on but uh, building Kla Yisrael. Shneimah, like the pasuk says, in Tishkav and Bein that they slept between the Tzvasayim, which as we explained is the two edges of the fields that were afforded them some privacy. And then the Gemara says, very fascinating, with Schar, that in the Schar of the fact that they did this, that's the Rezerka to the Bizas, to the spoils of Mitzrayim when they went out, all the gold and the silver that they took with them, the Rezerka to as a result of the, of the, 
What, what was that? Because he's saying of, of, of separating. That was that was earlier. That was before Moshe was born. I mean, I mean, it was definitely earlier on in the whole in the whole story. Yeah, but right, exactly. With, right, without Klal continuing, there's no Klal Yisrael. Right. Shnei Makan for Yoyna Nichve the Kesef or Reseb Yerakik. The 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 wings of Yoyna will be filled with silver, and the Yoyna is referring to ashes as compared to Klal Yisrael, compared to Yoyna. Okay. The Kibush of Miss Abrace, they became pregnant from from this uh, from their husbands being with them. Boyus Libatayim, they went to their homes, they went back home there. The Kibush Megiyah is Mami Lodi, and then it came the time they had to give birth. It was the Xer that took place, right? The primary Xer that all the sons had to be thrown into the, into the Nile. So they were obviously trying to avoid that terrible decree. So, Hawkeye is the oldest Pesada. They went and they gave birth in the field, underneath the apple tree. Underneath the apple tree, we aroused, which is actually the coming, it's really referring to the birth of these, of these children. That was like a hidden place that they were able to go and, and, uh, and have children and somehow at least remain for the time being hidden. Kashmiroch sent down from up in heavens, Malachim. To go and take care of them. He sent down these Malachim who would be Menachemers to clean the, the Vlad after they're born, and Meshaper, like to, as she says, to, to straighten out the different limbs, make sure everything as, as it should be. So basically, do what normally is done during childbirth, but there's no one else to do it. There's no midwives there. The Kresh Baruch Hashem Malachim to do it. Wait, so they were Zohar to, to, to see these Malachim, or just like... I'm, 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 I'm assuming. Wow. Yeah. Unless they appear like... I mean, it sounds like... Yeah. They, they, they're witnessing, like, open their... I mean, open yeah, their, I mean, well, this, this clearly, right? And we'll see the, the children themselves were Mamash raised by, by miracles. Kresh Baruch Shaleach, right? So he sent Mishpah Marim from the upper heavens, to clean them and to straighten them out, to, to set up the limbs. Like this, normal, like a midwife that did this. That's, that's their job, to straighten out the limbs of the child when they're born and make sure everything is, is uh, working properly. Referring to that, it was uh, when, they, when they were born, the the karsrach is like the umbilical cord wasn't cut and they weren't washed right, by people rather by malachim. That's what's taking care of them. Malachim, when they would gather with them, shnei gulin, two like uh, round, like flasks, achat shoshem shodvash, one of oil, one of, of honey, to take care of them, to give them what to nourishment. Shnei yikul dvash misela hashem, and they were nursed from rock, honey, and, and oil. Obviously, it was a big tumult right, that they realized something's going on over here, and they heard about children, noises, probably crying, big tumult going on. So, Mishim came, and they, they came out, they heard about this, they wanted to kill all these children. Yeah, we're taking care of them and, and providing for them nourishment right. and raising them. 
When the Shem heard about this, they got caught wind of what's going on, and they came to kill them. When Aslam Nase took place, when they were amazing, they were swallowed up in the ground. So they somehow hopped that as well, because maybe they saw it happen. So Mervin Shvarin, Khoshnal Kama, they brought these oxen, tried to dig them up. It was like almost like idiots, like they swallowed the ground, probably not gonna get them. Like, you know, they like, probably could have figured that out. Shnamra Agabi Khoshu Khoshan, they went and they dug in, they plowed up. Obviously they didn't find them and they weren't uh, successful. Achashalch, as soon as they left, they, they jumped, they grew up, came out like the grass to the ground, they just popped up, spread it up again. Remember, we say this in Haggadah, on Pesach Lent, Rav Lokitzana Chasada, something that we refer to, that they were they grew out the grass to the ground. What's that referring to? When they were in the ground, and Mamash buried, and then boom, popped back up like the grass. What? Like uh, vegetables. Yeah. is born a Dora Madonna, they're saying, once they grew older, they came in flocks to their to their homes. And I guess at that point, it was no longer dangerous. They were older already, and they were not anymore going to be part of this, the decree. They, were, they uh, increased, and they grew old. They, they, they grew. And they came. literally means like, like uh, with de- decorated. So when I saw, take me out, like in flocks. They came like in, there were like groups of them, flocks, they, they came. And here's really what, well, this is your point of view. When a Kashbaruch was redeemed them in the Yam, on the Yamsof, they're the ones who said, we recognize the Kashbaruch first, because they, they could point and say, that's, uh, I'm not sure exactly what it means, that they point like Kashbaruch when they saw it, but they recognize not just the Kashbaruch who you know, can see a Kashbaruch, they recognize the, the, the Ashkacha, that the same Ashkacha that Mamish raised them as as babies, to the point that they were old enough to go back into their homes, they recognized that was the Ashkocha, that, that the Kriyas Yamsa. So they said, Zeh, they could point. Say that. Zeh. Kingdom of Nehemiah would be that. That's our God who, who um, we can relate to and recognize. And Mamish took care of us the, uh, throughout the entire episode of their, from their birth up until much later on. Glorified. Right. According to one percent in Rashi, right? Or, right? But at the point they're saying is that they can point and say like like. I remember that it was that after the 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 the, the Mitzrayim had thrown the babies into the yam, that's when the Malachim had taken care of them, given them the 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 divash. Really? But I, I that's I, not. I, yeah, must, it's not like the. Uh, yeah, you might say after you might say this is really from their from Malachim from, from birth. Yeah, I'm trying. To, maybe, maybe I just saw it like in like 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 one of like the Medrash. Um, Says so I have to check, yeah, but, oh, but it's okay. not like that. Yeah, I like think clearly it was the Mamish were raised from, from birth. So they, 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 they never talk with three children, or just those kids, those babies talk with talk with talk with These ones uh, seem to avoid avoid the decree. They, 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 uh, they're able to skip over. Okay. The Yen Melech Mitzrayim, the other service, they said to the Jewish midwives, Avashmur Haram Isho Bita. One said, Omshad says it was a woman and her daughter. Chalam Akal Chamis, a daughter in law and a mother in law. Mandem Isha Bita, who was it? Yechevan and Miriam, who was mother and daughter. Mandem Akal Chamis, Yechevan Lishava, who is the right, wife of Aaron. So that's the daughter in law. 
Tanya command the Yama Isha Bita, there's actually a Bryce which supports the opinion which says that it was the mother and daughter. Famous Rashi brings this down. Tanya Shifa Zuyachev, really Shifa is running to Yachavid. Why is she called Vlamnikashma Shifa? Why is she called Shifa? Shmisha Paris is the Vlad. That it's Mishaper, um, the Vlad. Which we had earlier is Lushan of, right, Mishaper, I should before, is making the, the limbs straight and making them all, uh, in line. So that was what she did, which is part of the way she, when children were born, she did that. Very fascinating that even though Pari made this decree, she was called Shifa because she was supposed to be the one to kill the children. And the children multiplied in her days. So she got the name of, of Shifra. She was a one who really facilitated and allowed the children to live and didn't obviously kill them, that they were multiplied in her days. That's one shot. Pua, the Miriam, Pua is Miriam. Why is she called Pua? She said Pua. She was like a cooed. She was like she like she called out and she 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 right, she called out to the cho- to the children um, the way you uh, coo to children to get them sweet lullabies etc to um, get them to calm down. Pua she said and she was Kedusha means she was screaming out Ruach Kedush. and she said. My mother will give the birth of a child who will save Klai Yisrael. She had that nevuah from um, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay. Four minutes, let's try to do a hazar on that. And that piece, two pieces. And uh, tomorrow we'll, um, hopefully we'll yeah. write, tomorrow we'll, uh, Shem, we'll swim in the car, we'll find a place. I'll send a message out. I forgot where. Okay. Right there.